Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. Today is a little bit of a different day. This is Chelsea speaking, and instead of JC, I have next to me Nick today, my husband, Nicholas Ryan Curtis. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. What do you have? Guys, it's just me. Oh, you mean the, the to, listeners. To the fans, yes. Yeah. And thank you, Chelsea, for having me on, <laughs> and JC for letting me take her spot. Yes, JC's recovering. You guys need to go follow her on TikTok if you're not already. She mentioned in a previous episode that she was getting chin surgery, and she is in the recovery process right now. She can't really talk, but her TikToks are hilarious. Um, she's now your local chin influencer, so go check it out. Strong TikTok game. Yeah. <laughs> so today, like I said, Nick is joining me, and we're going to have... Nick doesn't even know what we're talking about today. Do you have a guess? No. Okay. <laughs> we're talking about being new parents. And I kind of wanted to do like a final summarization wrap up of, you know, things no one tells you about pregnancy, about birth, about being new parents and all that stuff. So first and foremost, I wanted to say thank you to everybody because I was thinking about this the other day and I'm sure Nick feels the same way. So chime in if you (laughs) want to. Nick just said he was very tired as well. So I'm going to try and liven him up, but I'm doing great. (laughs) I'm I'm just happy to be here. Okay. Um, I wanted to say thank you from both of us, especially that you guys listen and thank you for caring about our family, about this podcast, about Case, about me and being so supportive throughout this entire journey. And even just in general, listening to the podcast and talking about it with your friends and, you know, even clicking, um, our sponsors and and buying from our sponsors because it has allowed me to have the maternity leave like of my dreams. And I'm not going to try not to get emotional, but I'm very grateful for it. Okay, Sophie, you had to ruin the moment by flapping your ears. Definitely. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Like I would love the support. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so grateful that this is my job and it allows me to spend so much time with my family. And it's been so important for me to do that. And I think just like this time when they're just so little, it's just been nice to be able to be with him. And then I, I get to do this as well. And it's not been overwhelming. And I know that that's, I'm in like the minority with that, you know, a lot of women have to go back to work and be away from their kid for a long time. And honestly, 
we need to do something about that. We need to do something about the maternity leave. Someone said that in Canada, they have like a 12 to 18 month, 18 month maternity leave. That's so amazing. That's amazing. That's great. So step it up, America. Anyways, I just wanted to say that I'm really grateful and I know that I'm lucky and it's all because of you guys. Like this would, I would not be where I am today without you guys. And I was like laying in bed um, with Case and I got like overwhelmed with emotion because I was just like, I'm just so grateful. And I just like read through my DMs and see like my comments and like the reviews. And even when people write into the emails, like you guys are just so nice and so caring. And I'm always not shocked that you guys are cool because I know you are, but just shocked in general because you just always see the negative stuff on the internet and you always hear like, oh, people get so much hate, but I'm genuinely just like overwhelmed with kindness from people. So I just want to say thank you. And, and I want you guys to know that it means so much to me. A great group. Mm-hmm. You guys are a bunch of cool cats and dogs. Wait, what is it? Cats and Kittens. cool cats. <laughs> cats and cats. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. Cool cats. It's like a saying like from a movie. Oh, is it cool cats and kittens? I don't know. I never watched Tiger King. I don't think that's what, is that what it's from? Yeah, isn't it her that's like, hello, my cool cats and kittens. We didn't watch it. No. Anyways, you guys asked me some questions on my Instagram story about from Nick's perspective. And I think it's going to be very interesting for us to hear, especially me, some of the answers to these questions. And also… Let's, should we just be real with everybody that we almost didn't do this podcast today, tonight. And in the spirit of authenticity, Nick and I have been at each other's throats all day today. (laughs) Do you have anything to say about that? No, you know, every once in a while, you just, uh, maybe you're both in a little bit of a mood and kind of came through today, I think. (laughs) Had a lot going on, but... um, all is well. We just enjoyed a little couple slices of pizza. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think we're feeling a little better now. Yeah. You have anything to say to me? <laughs> mm, yeah. No, I am sorry. I was, I could have been a lot better and I will work on communicating. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's what she that. was asking of me. Me too. Sometimes when she's asking me to do things, I don't respond, but I, but I do it. I just don't say anything. And does that she not likes- drive like you women out there crazy? Is because I think it's a it's it's a fact about men and women that women are much better communicators than men. They can communicate circles around men. <laughs> yeah, look at you. This is your job. <laughs> but I will ask Nick questions and I'll ask him probably five questions within like a one minute time period. And Nick is just speechless. Yeah, still am sometimes. (laughs) He's speechless. And I'm like, Nick, I need an answer. Like, why can't you say yes or no? Or like, answer me quickly. Maybe I'm just slow, but I cannot process information that quickly sometimes. Yeah, you just need a little time. Yeah, just need a little bit of time. And also, sometimes I don't want to respond either. I just want to do it, you know. Let me just do it. (laughs) Let me just show you action, not just words, action. Okay. I appreciate that. You are about the action. Yes, I am. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> Always about the action. <laughs> Your love language is acts of service, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, should we get into these questions? Sure. Is there anything else that we should say before we get started? Any life updates? Anything going on with you? With me? Yeah. Mm. Nick's been golfing like uh, nobody's business. 
loving golf right now. Really enjoying How that. How good are you on a scale of one to 10? Oh, not that great. No. Okay, I'd, well, scale of one to 10. Um, getting better. Very much improving. Yeah. Playing well. Had, had some good rounds. Okay, scale of one to 10. Give me a number. Um, geez. I don't know. I could be, you know, like anywhere. I'm not, not great at all. 10 to 15 handicap. That's what like golfers would call it. What? I said on a scale of 1 to 10. So you just said you're a 10 to 15? No, definitely not. No, handicap. So that's like how, but why golf is so fun is you can play with various levels of, you know, good, better, best. Is that offensive? I'm, Are you going to get canceled for saying that? No, I hope not. That's like a term? Yeah, that's what that's what you call it. Oh, okay. Okay. I believe you. Nick always wants me to come out and golf with him. And he he does show me his videos of his swing all the time. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm they're great. Try, I'm try, don't, do not do that. I'm just trying to improve a little bit. Trying to get better. Sometimes you have to get a, a perspective look mm-hmm. at it. So I love to see it. It's great. You seem good to me. I wouldn't know any different. I'm just working on it. Yeah. It's fun to be out there. Nick's a, Nick's not a about super the, athlete. No. In case you guys didn't know. Not at all. He's faster than lightning. Back in my day. He's incredibly coordinated. Okay. Hand-eye coordination out of this world. Every sport that you try, you're good at. You're like one of those people that whenever you just try a sport, you're just instantly like fantastic at it. I don't know. That's very sweet, babe. You're welcome. Let's hope Case gets that from you and not my athletic no, you're, ability. No, you're really good. All right, we're jumping into an ad real quick. What interferes with your happiness? Is something preventing you from maybe achieving your goals and living your best life? Well, that is why we love BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's very convenient and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. You can send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, which is amazing. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they can make it easy and free to change counselors if you need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Their service is available for clients worldwide so you can find the particular expertise that you need. They have professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, anxiety, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and more. Anything you share is confidential. It's convenient, professional, affordable counseling. You guys can check out the testimonials that are posted daily on their site if you want to. I want you to start living a happier life today. So as a listener, you guys are going to get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash what we said. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash what we said. Very excited to tell you guys about today's episode sponsor, and that is Ritual. Gaps in your diet should not be ignored. Over 97% of women aged 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet, and 95% are not getting the recommended daily intake of the key omega Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 plus. It is formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, 
bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. But Ritual didn't stop there. They invested in a gold standard university-led clinical trial to prove the impact of Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results? Essential for Women 18 Plus was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 33% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in 12 weeks. The clinical study was published in leading scientific journal Frontiers in Nutrition. A published clinical study is a big deal and a serious commitment to a first-of-its-kind standard in the industry. Ritual is really committed to third-party testing from USP and the non-GMO project, traceable and vegan-friendly ingredients, and always clear communication, no shady stuff. I have been using Ritual for years now. I did use their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. Then I started using their prenatal when I was trying to get pregnant, when I was pregnant. And now I actually just switched to their postnatal while I'm breastfeeding and you know just being postpartum. And I'm very excited to try it out. So right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off your first three months. You can visit ritual.com slash what we said and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash what we said. Go check it out. Okay, we're getting into the questions now. Are you ready? Yeah. Most surprising thing on Nick's end regarding birth. Oh, like birth. What was the most surprising thing? I think the fact that we showed up almost a day early was surprising to me. Like I thought Chelsea was like, we could maybe have the baby like in the car. Like I was like, Oh my gosh, this is happening. This is so real. And then, <laughs> but then when we get there and they're like, Oh yeah, you guys can go home, like take a nap, hang out for a little while. And I was like, what? No, we shouldn't go home. Like she's having this baby any hour now. But, um, how much do you think that you knew about like the birth process before? Did you read or like, I mean, you watched that class with me a little bit, but. You know what? Didn't have a lot of knowledge. I knew that we had smart people around me and you mm -hmm. and I trusted that. So kind of just the more I learn about some things, it kind of freaks me out. So I just wanted to go in there uh -huh. with an open mind. Was the class making you a little squeamish maybe? No. Oh. Hmm. Would you like to be a woman and have birth? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No way. I do have a so, great appreciation for, I think, a woman's body. I mean, uh, the human body is just a, a miracle. It's amazing. Yeah. Just like how everything is so connected together and just how everything has a purpose is really, really amazing. To it see. really is. It's incredible, like how, what the body can do. Incredible what you can do. I was really proud of you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was such a, a crazy experience where, like, I was so excited, but also worried about you. And I think I were was, you that worried about me, or were were you were you expecting to see me in like that much pain, or were you kind of just like, okay, this is just part of the process. I know she can do it. I knew you could do it because you're tough, but also I didn't think it was going to be that painful. Mm. I knew it would be painful, but not that painful. Yeah. Like, incredibly <laughs> painful. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty wild. I didn't expect it either. For anybody who didn't listen maybe to my birth story, we went in to... I was having contractions all night, the night of the 23rd. And they got so close together so fast. They went from yeah. like 20 minutes apart to five minutes apart within like two hours. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm progressing so fast. We've got to get to the hospital and it was a stressful morning. It's 6.30 in the morning and I'm like banging on the uh, place where we take our dog for boarding. 
I'm like, open up. <laughs> yeah. My wife's gonna have her baby. <laughs> I'm like calling. I literally called their phone probably <laughs> 25 times. And then like I got there and the fi- or finally the guy that works there got there. Like they're like, they can't let anybody in. <laughs> like it's like the middle of the night, kind of. Yeah. And then um, I'm like, I'm just gonna let you know you're gonna see like <laughs> 30 missed calls. I'm sorry. I'm not crazy. I was just worried about my wife, but we got to go. Yeah, because we had to get Sophie into boarding because um, obviously no one was there to watch her. And she's a big dog. It's 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 not an easy task for people to like us just to drop her off at somebody's house. So we had to drop her off at a boarding place. And obviously we didn't know when I was going to go into labor. And so they only opened at like 6.30 or something. And we were outside of the place waiting for almost like 45 minutes for them to open and up and let us in so we could go to the hospital. I want to take a moment right now to recognize my sweet, sweet dog, Sophie. She did so good. She's usually so bad in the car and like panting and having an anxiety attack. But she knew that today wasn't about her. (laughs) Today was about mom. And she I'm going to be so the best sweet. dog in the world. She did not pant, open her mouth, whine, <laughs> do anything one time. She sat there in the car literally perfectly. We even had our stroller, I think. Or no, our car seat. Do yeah. we have our car seat set up? She sat on just two of the seats and it was perfect girl. Just knew that she had to be strong for her mom. Yeah. And she's a great Dane. So big dog. sitting on two seats for her was a big adjustment because she usually takes up the entire back seat. Like she lays down. Looking back, should we have taken off the car seat for her? <laughs> yes. But I'd we... say 2020, <laughs> were we a little bit jaded by the car seat situation? Yes. Yes. Because our car seat was stolen. Yeah. And well, we were just stressed. That we has just nothing to do with that. You but... were having contractions yeah. and I, I was banging on the door. Yeah. We're going to get into Sophie. Should we just get into the Sophie aspect now before it's too late? What do you mean? Because people ask a ton. Like actually on my Instagram, one of the most asked questions that I have been getting because I haven't really talked about it yet is how has Sophie been with Case? And I've been waiting for this moment to explain. Pretty indifferent. Yes. I only saw on TikTok dogs greeting their new baby sibling, like cuddling up, like Picking the baby up with its paws, taking it, and picking, it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> grabbing them by the nape, no, or by the scruff. But I always saw sweet dog and baby situations on TikTok and YouTube. And Sophie really is such a sweet girl that I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait for her to meet her little brother. It was. Let's start from when I was in labor. Sophie was not well. So if you, they can smell hormones. So if you ever like, dogs are so intuitive, they know when I'm sad or stressed or whatever, it's because they can smell the hormones that you're secreting out of your out of your pores. So Stress, anxiety. The hormones I was releasing while I was in labor, I don't know, were probably off the freaking charts. And she could tell something was off. She was already getting a little bit anxious. Again, she was being very, I don't even know how to describe it, like quiet, like just, I don't know. And so that's how we dropped her off. I was in extreme, like I was just having labor or having um, contractions already in the car, breathing through them. We were obviously a little bit anxious, stressed. And so when we dropped her off at this new place that she'd only been boarded at a couple of times, we let her there for a couple of days while we were at the hospital. And then we went to go pick her up. (laughs) It was not what we expected. We were like looking into obviously how to introduce your dog to your baby, right? And 
you don't want your dog jumping on your baby, being overly uh, aggressive to your baby or anything like that. It's very... um fragile situation, shall I say. And so I looked up how to introduce them properly. And it was like, ignore your dog for two weeks. Don't let your dog come near your baby and like have it. Don't ignore your dog as in like neglect it. But when you're holding your baby, keep your dog at a distance. Don't let it come in immediately and smell the baby and like you don't want them, you yeah. don't want the dog to think it's it's theirs. Yeah, somehow. That you wanted to associate it as part of you, you know? And I was like, oh my gosh, you can't let your dog like touch or smell your baby unless you invite Just it. Just so for you two guys weeks. know, I was skeptical about this approach <laughs> from the what beginning. What do you think we should have done? I don't know. Say, hey Sophie, this is your little brother. <laughs> So well, we kind of did that. Yeah, we did. So we brought Case. In. We we planned this whole thing. I was like waiting with Case in another room, or with Sophie or something. I don't remember how we even did it, you, but yeah, it was an elaborate no, go, plan. Go to the, your TikTok. What's your TikTok? What's the handle? The uh, oh, Chelsea Jade Curtis. Yeah, you can see the video. Yeah, we have the video of it. I yeah. think you had Sophie. I had Case, and I walked through the front door. And it was like this build up to this moment of like. Your brother, she literally smelled his head for no joke one second as if it was the worst smelling thing she's ever smelled. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But she smelled it for one second and turned away. I was just like, okay, cool. This is what I've been waiting for. Yeah, I think that Sophie was just mostly concerned about Chelsea and knew that Chelsea was still in the healing process and just like was still just really worried about her. Yeah, so at first we were like, oh, she's so good. She's so... um docile and being so submissive and then night two maybe came around and she was so oh she's kind of waking up and looking at us like you talking you talking smack about me she was very anxious she wouldn't even like look at me for like two days she wouldn't want to go on a walk she just wanted to stay right by me and case but also not like cuddle up to us. It was, she was not well. And night two, all of a sudden she gets up off the couch and she does her, (laughs) 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 and she starts vomiting bile. She's obviously having like one of her IB, also she's diagnosed with, what is it? IBD. Mm -hmm. And she did the same thing. She had like an episode basically of nonstop vomiting. Her entire family room full of vomit. Their stomachs are massive too. Yeah. She did this when we moved to LA, like a big life change. And so we were like, we know what's happening. We need to take her to the vet. Nick literally had to take Sophie to the emergency vet when Case was two days old. And there's like nobody working. Yeah. Mind you, it's like two days after Christmas. Yes. And so it's like middle of the night, Sophie doing her same thing, not whining. This time I did take the car seat out for her. Yeah. And she just laid there and just did not whine one bit. She was trying to be tough, but it just, just wasn't working. So. Anyway, so then. She got she the help she fine. needed. Yeah. We, yeah. Luckily, we knew what it was. We were like, okay, she's having like one of her anxious, you know. I think if we didn't, if she hadn't done that before, we didn't know what it was. I would have thought she was dying. I would have been like, okay, cool. Yeah. But. Luckily, my sister came and my 
mom yes. and dad came and that kind of helped and yeah. took her mind off things. She was able to see family. She recognized and we made sure we took her on walks and we invited her to smell case. And every time she did smell case's head, we would say good girl and all that stuff. But anyways, I, I wanted to address the that. So people didn't think that, you know, we got rid of Sophie or something like that. It's just been a rough go about for her. Sophie okay? has an amazing life. She really truly does. Look at her. She's just, she's she gets literally miles laying. You, each you day. guys should know how much of my couch she's consumed. My couch is huge. And how many blankets just end up being hers. Yeah. That smell like dog. Okay. Anyways, enough about Sophie. There really is not many things better than a long weekend. Am I right? And Brick Linen has no shortage of savings on all things comfortable to celebrate your extra day of lounging around. You guys can save on all the comforts that you crave with this week's President's Day sale at Brooklinen. Brooklinen covers the basis on comfort for every corner of your space. There's no better time to step up your comfort, wrap up in Brooklinen's signature sheets, that's a mouthful, and see exactly what those 100,000 five-star reviews are all about. We have the Brooklinen Ultra Plush Bath Sheets. Not bath towels, bath sheets, and they are amazing. They hang up in our bathroom, and sometimes Nick goes to give it to Sophie after a bath, and I'm like, how dare you? I understand that you want her to experience the plushness of this towel, but these are for us only. But they have so many more other cozy accessories. They have loungewear, which I sleep in a ton. They have, obviously, sheets, robes, everything that you guys can think of. So invest in the comfort that you deserve with Brooklinen. From loungewear to bedding, they keep the cozy coming. Don't sleep on savings. Brooklinen's President's Day sale is right around the corner. If you're listening after the sale, you can still get the deals of your dreams at brooklinen.com with the promo code what we said. So that's Brooklinen is B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com slash what we said. Brooklinen.com with the promo code what we said. Make sure to go check it out. Next question. How has having a baby changed your relationship? Any advice for soon-to-be parents? I think it's just different. I feel like we make such a good team when it comes to parenting. You are the best dad. Like, I think it's so amazing. And I sometimes I take it for granted because you're so present and you're so, like, willing to do anything and everything for Case and for me. And like, no matter how little of a task it is or how big it is. And so. Oh, that's sweet. You're a great mother. Thank you. But I think in terms of our relationship, sometimes it definitely, even though it's only been what, seven weeks now, it definitely has shown me like you have to make way more of an effort because before it's like, it's just us two. Like we could, you know spend as much time as we want together whenever we want. We can be more spontaneous. We can, you know, put more attention onto one another. But now it's like you have to be very intentional about showing affection and showing the other person you appreciate them and showing them attention in general, I think. Yeah. And Chelsea's really good at that. She's good at just um, obviously putting case first, but she's good at also giving, you know, me attention and our relationship attention, which is important. Yeah. But here's the question. Do you put your child first or your spouse first? I think your spouse and naturally your child will will benefit from that more than yeah. than just when you just put them first that causes I think a negative effect on the child down the road. Mhm. And I agree. obviously on on you and I. Yeah. Cuz it's like when they're a baby they they are literally all consuming. Like newborns yeah. are all consuming. I don't think they're that hard. 
necessarily to take care of, but I think they just are time consuming. It's well, just it, constant. It could be, I think, also. Like we're very oh, fortunate. Yeah, yeah. Like our conditions are one hundred percent unbelievable and like we're very, very grateful. And but that's not like it's not like that for everyone. Yeah, know? true. That's very not true. everybody has but know, my two mom was saying Yeah. I'll just address that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. A humble king. My mom was saying though, she's like, it's so crazy because when they're newborns and they're little, like it's hard because you're just trying to get them not to like, you know, hurt themselves or get into trouble. But when she was saying, I didn't realize when I had kids what a lifetime thing it was. It's not just like, oh, until they're 18 and then, you know, you're not so worried about them. She was saying it's harder when they're adults because they're making like big life changes and these huge decisions. It's like you're worried about your kids out in the Constantly. real world by themselves. Yeah. No, yeah. It's so. definitely been a change. I think that it's been really fun. I think Chelsea and I have had, we ha- we've been together for a while now and, and yeah. we've been able to see each other at our highs and lows. And so this makes it quite a bit easier when you're having a child because you're yes. going to have a little bit more patience. 100%. I think, yeah, we were married five years we celebrated our five-year um, wedding anniversary like a week after we found out we were pregnant, which I think was great timing for us at least because the first couple years of our marriage, we did not have great communication, I feel like. I mean, we had okay communication, but we just didn't really know each other that well. Yeah, we're just still figuring it out. Yeah, and so I think our fights were We didn't know each other worse. and we didn't really know who we were also. True, pretty, preach. Yeah, pretty important. But I feel like our fights were worse because we were like more immature yeah. I loved a good, like, dramatic exit. Exit, you know, go drive around in the car for a bit. <laughs> I heard the bad broadcast on one of her, like, um, episodes a while ago. I was binging her podcast. And she talked about how one of the petty things she does is turn off her location when she's in with her husband. <laughs> and I didn't know anybody else did that. I must admit, I have done that. Like, the first couple years we were married, like, when we used to fight and I used to be very immature, I would say, and like not able to like express my feelings. So I would just like leave and like drive around for like literally 10 minutes <laughs> until I got bored and didn't know what else to do. I didn't even know you did that. See, and that's what she said her husband didn't even know. I would literally turn <laughs> off my location so you wouldn't like know that I literally just went to the parking lot That's so lot funny. Like you think I'm like checking and I'm like <laughs> just watching TV. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um Anyways, so I think some advice for soon-to-be parents would be make sure you make an effort to show your partner you appreciate them because whether it's the mom or the dad or whoever like is helping you take care of your kid, I think a lot of things can go unappreciated. Yeah. And you're doing things and it's just, you just get in the routine of it and you don't realize like this person is doing so much and maybe they feel a little underappreciated. Yeah, I think uh, you're going to be a little bit tired, you're going to be fatigued, Mm -hmm. and you're not going to be giving, at the very beginning, all of yourself to your partner. So it's just important to understand that you're doing your best kind of a thing. Like, you're not going to get the perfect side of your partner, probably, for the first little bit. Yeah. If you can, great, but, you know. Yeah, and I think for postpartum moms, like, just from my experience and like my side of this, I think great advice is to be when you're going through emotions, express them like as much as possible to whoever will listen. 
you have to talk about how you feel because you're going through so many feelings. And some of them you'll realize are just your hormones and it has nothing to do with your actual situation. And the more that you talk about it, the less heavy it feels. So even if it's like, sometimes I'll feel so sad and I will just tell Nick, I'm like, I just feel so sad. And I just like cry and he just lets me cry. And I'm like, and he's like, what's what's wrong? And I'm like, try, I'll just say, you know, a couple things that may, I might be. And then I kind of realize like, oh, I'm just, I think it's just sadness. I think I'm just sad. I read something and I'm not sure who said this, but this could be like a common thing that happy couples do. But this phrase I think has helped us over the last little bit is, do you want solutions or do you want comfort? Because naturally I think a lot of guys want to jump into solutions and aren't quick to comfort because maybe our brains work differently. Slower. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit slower. Kidding. So, and I feel like, I don't know, do you feel like that's been helpful? Oh, 100%. It's funny because your immediate reaction is usually so quickly to give me a solution. Yeah. And then as like halfway through your solution, you'll catch yourself (laughs) and you'll be like, I'm sorry. You probably just wanted comfort, not a solution. I'm like, yes, I just need you to tell me it's going to be okay. It's crazy that just that one phrase, or if you forget like me, if just saying, do you want comfort? That's like, that could save you a lot of anguish. Yeah. And miscommunication. I heard a coup. Yep. I heard. I heard a little baby coup. Case is asleep. We took him to the beach today and he loved it. Really? Like he was in a great mood all day, except for the very end. He got a little fussy. I don't blame him. It's I don't blame him either. We were there for a while, but the kid he loves being loves outside. to be outside. Yeah, he does. He could be fussy, be crying. And I'll step out on our porch, hold him there. And he is, he'll just like pop his head up and start looking around, feel the wind on his face. Mm-hmm. He loves it. Yeah. I don't blame him. It's great. Yeah. You know, the one thing they don't get from breast milk actually is vitamin D. That's why why he likes to have his face in the sun, even though we try to keep it out. He just likes to catch a few rays. Yeah, he does. Is he sleeping through the night? Please say no so I can relate, LOL. So sleeping through the night, I learned, is a very relative um, phrase. And it's so different at each phase of like a baby and everyone is so different. So at this point, I think from like one month to two months, like sleep or one month to six months, maybe even sleeping through the night means five to six hours at a time. So it's not like eight hours or anything like that. And so in that case, Case will usually sleep four hours. Like every night he'll give us a four hour stint at least. There's not a lot of nights that he's not. Like there's not very often is it like every two hours, but occasionally that still happens. Yes. Like a couple nights he's given us like a six hour yeah, and that was amazing. Like we literally woke up and I was like, we I woke feel up like and I it was could like 4 a.m. and we're just like ready to go, ready <laughs> yeah, to rock. Yeah, but yeah, some nights he's like up every hour and a half even to be like, I'm hungry. The boy can eat. The <laughs> he's boy, a big boy can eat. He's a chunker boy. <laughs> what was it like seeing me give birth? Yeah, I heard heard a little coo. All right, guys, that's it. Well, I guess <laughs> that's duty it. calls. Um, no, I think he's just making noises. Okay, what was it like seeing me give birth? You kind of already talked about this, but like maybe let's talk about actually seeing it come out of me. First of all, did you see me poop? No. I feel like you're lying about that. Did you smell the poop? No. There's so much to focus on, like other than that. Like that's not even, that didn't, I never saw, smelled, nothing like that. Really? I even smelled the poop. And I was really focused on other things. Just be honest. Well, I think that would be natural. Like you are, you're just 
don't know. Hmm. I that I promise on everything I did That's not. That's true love right there. You don't even smell my smell. No, my I did poop. not. I had I had, was shocked when you told me you did. Really? Yeah. My mom literally was like, "You pooped so much." Okay. Are we? You're, we're gonna go here. <laughs> yeah, this is what we said. Podcast. We're unfiltered. Oh wow! Okay. We love talking about poop. Were you shocked at his head coming out of me? Like, holy cow! How is that happening? I want to say yeah, I'm shocked, but honestly, no. Like, you were in labor a long time. Yeah. And it it doesn't happen so fast. Like everything is like it took you. I was shocked at how long it took you to get past like. Yeah, his same. head took it took forever. Like you to get past his head. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was she, stuck. Yeah, yeah. Because she was like, I see his head, and I would be like, Oh my gosh, this next push, he's coming out, and I'm we like, thought uh, he was almost a Christmas Eve baby, but like his head is so big. It wasn't that long though. People push for way longer. I only pushed for like forty five minutes. But factoring that you had been laboring, I think that long made it seem, yeah, maybe longer. Yeah, but no, I wasn't like shocked. I felt relatively calm the entire time which is not typically like me like sometimes I'm hit or miss sometimes I'm really (laughs) anxious or oddly calm and that that weekend or even Mm -hmm. that whole day Chelsea can can confirm she's probably shocked but I was like very calm no Nick was literally the best I don't want to get too much into it because I know I will cry and I just hate the way my voice sounds when I cry. But you need to hear this again because I already said this to you when I was in labor. It was such a special, like amazing experience for us to go through together. Definitely bonding, yeah. Oh my gosh. It was like the most bonding thing we've ever done together. And I told Nick before I went in, I'm like, Nick, I know you can get very anxious. So I need you to just be confident in me. Let me be the anxious one. Let me be like, I can't do this. All I need is for you to believe in me and for you to like comfort me and and just basically do whatever I say. And Nick like was an angel on earth. Everybody. And guys, I delivered. Not not like yeah, that. She delivered. Not, not actually delivered. Yeah. But no, he was so phenomenal. I think from my perspective, it was so nice to have you. Like I was leaning on you the entire time physically like during all my contractions you were rubbing my back you were playing with my hair like you were rubbing my feet you were pouring water on me you were walking with me <laughs> pouring water on you like when I tried to give you the the hydro flask or the Stanley cup <laughs> no 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 you were no that was after that was funny yeah it's easy to do like the person you love more than anybody in the world don't be humble you are amazing. <laughs> oh, thanks. But really, I think when you really love somebody, you care for them. And obviously, like, she is pushing our child out. It's a completely different emotion. Even if someone might not be, like, that, I don't know, touchy or lovey. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's not like, I feel like men hopefully we'll rise to the occasion because it felt very natural. Honestly, mm-hmm. I can't really take much credit for it, but um, yeah. yeah. I don't know if that really answered the question. No, it was so nice. Like there's nothing crazier to me than when I was pushing and I've never felt like, yeah, I just was sweating. I hadn't slept in 24 hours, hadn't eaten. Like my hair was disgusting. I had no makeup on. Like and Nick kept telling me, like, you look so beautiful right now. And my midwife even was like, said to my mom, like, this kid knows what he's doing. Like, this guy is. No, you really did, though. And um, 
Yeah, I kept telling Nick during the labor process. I'm like, you are like, I love you so much. This is like, you are being such like the perfect support system for me. So also you. you set it up. You're welcome. You set it up really well having like my your, doula. Your doula. She was great. Mm-hmm. Um, your mom was there. Fantastic. It, I could see if it's just me in there. Yeah. It could even, you know, could have been a little different, but I think everything was set up well. Yeah. Really thought the hospital, the nurses, the midwife, they were really, really good. Yeah. And I think that I'm like, this is so organized and thought out and Chelsea knew exactly what she wanted. And um, I was very at ease, very comfortable with everything. Yeah. Well, there's one like specific piece of advice you could give, you know, a guy who's listening, who's wife or girlfriend or someone is giving um, birth soon. Like how to be a, a great support person. Like one, what's one thing you intentionally did? Um, I think you just have to really be intuitive. You just kind of have to, really, I think you talking to me helped me also and just telling me exactly what you expected from me. That would mm-hmm. be my biggest word of advice. Sit down with your your partner, sit down with your husband and just say, hey, this is exactly what I, I want from you. And, you know, I hope you can do it. <laughs> I hope you can do it. If not, you're cut. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. That, that, that's that was kinda, good. Yeah. I think that's good. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really jumping into my mom role here and playing games on my phone. Are you guys' moms like addicted to games on their phone? Like my mom is. Sorry, mom, to throw you under the bus. But I have a new game for all you moms, non-moms, everybody who likes to have a little fun on their phone. Love is in the air. And while romance is great, it's important to give your brain some love too with the game Best Fiends. February is the month of love. And you know who really deserves some love? You. That's who. Best Fiends is my favorite way to treat my brain to a much needed recharge. It's like a mental spa day. You can enjoy it wherever you go. I always say Best Fiends is like a box of chocolates. Yeah, I do always say that. Okay, I've never said that before, but I am now. You know why? Because Best Fiends never disappoints. Even in the shortest month, you deserve the maximum amount of me time. I love playing this game on the plane when I'm bored, when I'm breastfeeding and I have one hand open, but you know, I still want to stimulate that brain. It's really fun and you can play with your friends too. Best Fiends is a mobile puzzle game that anyone can download and play. So whether you have a few minutes or a few hours, Best Fiends is the perfect puzzle game to unwind with because you're having so much fun. The game features tons of cute characters that help you solve thousands of puzzles. The more you play, the more characters you collect and the more you win, the more challenges you face. New characters and challenging puzzles are added all the time and there are tons of fun events where you can win huge rewards. With thousands of levels, Best Fiends has all the me time that you need. So ready to give your brain some TLC? Download Best Fiends for free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. So Best Fiends, go download it and have fun today. Okay, how did you, this is, I guess, a question for me. How did you know which pregnancy advice to follow and not follow? You know what? You just know. It's like every pregnancy is so different and unique. And so you just, first of all, you never really know until you're doing it. So you can have as much advice before. You can have as much like, you know, preparation, but you're never truly prepared until you're actually doing it. You're never truly prepared for pregnancy until you're pregnant. You're never truly prepared for birth until you're literally in labor. You know what I mean? And even like being a parent. Yeah. Like never going to be The advice is unique and each person is unique and it yeah. might... A perfect... Trial and error. Yeah. A perfect birth could look different to yeah. everybody mm-hmm. and does. Probably. Exactly. How expensive is having a baby and being pregnant? Being pregnant is 
not crazy expensive unless you don't have insurance. Which well, it could be if you're buying all of the equipment. Well, I was going to get into that. Okay. Like the act of being pregnant Just is not being, expensive. Like it, getting, well, and getting pregnant, right? So they're saying, okay, you're pregnant. Go. <laughs> Expenses. Uh, uh, you have to buy new clothes, some maternity clothes. They're or probably like, wanting like, yeah, yeah, go for it. Sorry. Yeah. You know and then, you know, your doctor visits, having a baby there are a lot of expenses, but you only, okay. So I, I posted this whole YouTube video. You guys need to go watch it. If you're having a baby or if you're making a baby registry, I posted a video with all my favorite baby products, like newborn, postpartum, breastfeeding products. And it was a long video, but actually it's not that long, but it's like a massive, the ultimate haul of like everything that I loved so far. And I even said in that video, I don't want you guys to ever think that like, when I tell you guys about products that you have to buy them, I think it can be as expensive or as cheap as you want it to be to an extent. Obviously, you have to buy certain things, but you don't have to get the nicest, newest. Like people have been having babies for forever and keeping them alive for forever. A so, crib built 30 years ago works just like a crib well, today. Yeah, I think. Right. I don't know. Safety precautions change all the time. So I don't want to like tell people that for sure, but I'm pretty sure like you can get things off Facebook Marketplace, like secondhand stuff. You don't have to get like a fancy stroller. You don't have yeah. to get all these fancy things. It's like you can make it work. Definitely. And you can build it up as you go. You don't need to buy everything at once. And the beauty is a lot of people have baby products that they only use for a little bit and then they don't know what to do with it. So use hand me downs, hand me down clothes. Yeah. So I'm a firm believer that like if people want to have kids and you feel like it is the right time, like you and your husband, you're on board that, you know, God will make things happen. Community will, will like rally behind you and like make it happen. Yeah, you can do it. You know, you can do it. Yeah. If that's what you really want, yeah. you can do it. And um, yeah, I like I said in my other one, like or a while ago, like don't be afraid to ask for help. When you're pregnant and when you're when you have a newborn, the aspect of community and you know having a village to help you raise a child is kind of forgotten nowadays because everyone thinks they have to do it on their own. That's why people you do use TV and screen times and their phones all the time. It's like they have no other option. Like they have to get stuff done. <laughs> Never so they thought can't, about that. That is their village. Literally. So don't be afraid to ask like your neighbors, your friends, your family, people you trust, obviously, to help you out with things. And you can be taking care of your baby and ask for help with other things. Like ask someone to come make your dinner or something or like ask you, give people the opportunities to serve you. People are looking for that. It makes them happy. Yeah, it makes them feel good. So, and then also if you do have, you know, f friends or someone even in your community who you see who just had a baby and maybe you feel like it's something that could benefit you to bring them like a dinner. Our neighbor brought us dinner one night and it was so sweet. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And it was so good because we were really just ordering out food all the time. Yeah. And especially if they have other kids, I remember whenever my mom would have a baby, like any of my younger siblings. So I come from a family of six. So I have a couple older brothers. I have a little sister and two little brothers. So I remember when they were born, people would always bring us dinner and it was so nice because like we were part of like a more, you know, tight-knit community. And that was really nice for my mom because she had all these kids to feed and she was, you know, taking care of a newborn baby. So anyways, next question. So to answer your question, I mean, I can't give you a number because it's different where you live and, you know, what you want, but... If you're going to be doing like a cash option or insurance, mm -hmm. there's different factors um, yeah. to weigh. Who changes the most poopy diapers? 
Nick is the diaper man. <laughs> He's the diaper guy. How do you like that? It doesn't bother me. Nick, not a big you, deal. Would you say you love to do it? I'm not like <laughs> in. No, I don't love to change his diaper, but like. It's, would you say you are going to agree to do the diapers? For the rest of his life until he's out of diapers. Solely me just doing the diapers. What would you say if I never changed another diaper again? It would make it very hard for me to <laughs> do anything else because. You would just be changing diapers. Change, yeah, I think that I'm totally fine with taking the larger portion, the lion's share of diaper changing. Yeah. I don't mind that. And yes. it doesn't phase me. And guys, if you're out there, it's really not that bad, especially when it's your kid. It's just, it's really not bad. It's kind of fun. It's like, <laughs> yeah, they're just looking bonding. at you yeah. a lot of times smiling. You can talk to them. Yeah, it, it really poop, is bonding. Might pee. Might pee on your face. We had a trifecta the other day of throw up, poop, and pee all yeah. at once. It was Diaper utter off. chaos. Yeah. But, it is funny though when he pees <laughs> because he just looks so happy that he did it. Um, pees on you is what I mean. If you have a, a baby boy, you know what I mean. Or if you've like, you know, had baby brothers or something, you have to be very careful about when you take their diaper off. Sometimes they like to pee in, in the new air, you know? I was just thinking today, gosh, Case, you've done really, really good. You haven't done this to me in like two weeks. And sure enough, today. I just hear Nick, Chelsea, I need help. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Unrelated, but what is Nick's Enneagram type? Do you remember what yours is? So something like seven. I think it's seven, six. Yeah, seven, seven yeah. wing six. Yep. I have not looked at Enneagrams in a while, so I don't even remember what that is. He's he's a free spirit um, with a, a sprinkle of anxiety. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sevens are happy-go-lucky people. They're like very... Um, Go with the flow. No, they're... they're um, I don't remember, honestly. It's been a long time. How do you feel about the I want your daddy to TikTok that I made? Someone <laughs> asked that question for real. How do you feel about me using you as a thirst trap to gain views and clout? I'm surprised that it has that many views, but it was- Do you a, think you're handsome? Yeah. So you agree? <laughs> no, I mean- You think you're handsome? I think- <laughs> just kidding. I think it's good to have confidence. I yeah. do think I'm- yeah, I think you're obviously way out of my league. But, okay, let's not get crazy. But yeah, I thought the video was funny. Thank you. I thought it was funny too. Okay, moving on. This is for Nick. Did you bond with Case immediately? I know it takes time for some dads. Yeah. It did take some time? No, it was immediate. Oh, it was immediate. Yeah. Um, Nick's kind of a baby hog, if we're being honest. Like... <laughs> Literally the second he came out, like I didn't even know where Case was for the first little bit. Like after I held him and then they kind of cleaned him off because um, he had pooped all over himself. I was like, where's where's the baby? <laughs> and Nick was just in the corner like staring at him and just bonding with him. You're getting a little mm. emotional. Uh, yeah. No, it was a pretty amazing experience. So yeah, I definitely feel like it was kind of an immediate thing. Well... Oh, sweet. Honestly, when I looked at you holding Case for the first time, I was just like, my heart just exploded. Yeah, it was a, it was a very uh, emotional time, I think. There's so many emotions. Like you're, not only are you physically just like, and mentally a little fatigued, but you're just like the happiest 
day of your life. Yeah. Like, I mean, I loved getting it's, married to you. Yeah. That was a, ha- a happy day of <laughs> yeah. my life. Uh-huh. Our, I feel like probably our life. I'm not speaking for you, but that was the happiest day of my life. Best day of my life. Yeah. yeah so there's no feeling like it. it really was just amazing. And I think this is a good example or analogy of like our life and even just us as parents is we pick up where each other like, you know, uh, our strengths are each other's weaknesses and we just like take over when the other person needs help. And right after birth, like right after I had him and I had him in, you know, I was holding him on my chest for a little bit and then they took him because they had to make sure he was okay because he had, you know, merconium or whatever. Um, And then Nick had him. And they let him, you know, cut the cord and he was holding him. And honestly, like right after birth, I wasn't like immediately holding him and bonding with him. Like when I first saw him, I was just like overwhelmed with emotion. And I like knew that I just like loved him so much right away. But in terms of like bonding, I was so exhausted. Like, I don't think that I even had the mental or like emotional capacity at that point to like hold him and physically be there for him. And that's when you were like holding him. And like, you know, when the nurses were doing everything on me and I wasn't, I couldn't even hold him up. My arms were so tired. (laughs) Um, You were able to hold him and like you had that time to bond with him. And then when I was like finally ready and had a little bit of rest, then I could, you know, take him and have my yeah. time with him. And so it was... You gave everything you had. Mm-hmm. So anyways, it was a very sweet, sweet thing to see you with Case. You're such a good dad. It's Aww. unreal. My midwife, let me just tell you guys, is literally obsessed with Nick. She... She's <laughs> every great. Time she we love her. Him, she's like, are you a tennis player? <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, yeah. And she's like, you just look like a tennis player. <laughs> and then... um when he was, yeah, when he was helping me in labor, she was just like, oh my gosh, he's like such a sweet guy. Like he's such a good partner. She's and talking then, me up. I'm, I'm. No, she said that about you. And then um, when I went in for my appointment, my two week postpartum, she was like, how, how are things, you know, asking me. And she was like, well, if Nick's any, like even half as good of a, a dad as he was like a birth partner, then you're just doing just fine. You're so lucky. And I was like, yeah, he's phenomenal. And she just always is like, say hi to Nick for me. How's Nick? <laughs> she was great. Yeah. We loved awesome. her. It's really, um, really easy when he's a sweet, sweet kid. And yeah. Yeah. He's been really sweet. Well, we're going to try and wrap this up. We don't want to go for too long because, you know, sometimes baby talk bores people. Yeah. I could see that. Like, how boring are we just talking about our kid and dog? Not, and I, Not that I know. That's all we've really talked about. No, I thought you were gonna say something else. No, I thought you were gonna talk. I'm just thinking maybe I should take. I have headphones on, then I have a hat, and things are getting a little, a little toasty here. Really? Yeah. You're toasty. Yeah. Hmm, Are you nervous? I don't know. I think when I started to feel the emotions come on, maybe I'm. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe my brain started to shut down. That's just a man thing that you guys do. Power off. You just literally power off anytime you feel any kind of emotion. Classic. Okay. Let's see. I think we have one more. Okay. What about the other person makes them a great parent? I'll let you go first since you were extra rude to me today. No. So you deserve. I mean, this has been great. This this is what I I I said. We almost didn't do this podcast because, you know, we've been at each other's throats today. When we don't communicate, it's like we're speaking two different languages. Like we're, it's just the one word I have for that is like frustration. Like, don't you agree? Yeah. Like we'll just just be in the car and it's just like, Nick, we're kind of laughing because we are just, 
Nick is so funny, honestly, when he's being rude to me that it's just hard for me to keep a straight face. You are too. Like you got some zingers. <laughs> you do too. Can and I, not only that, like I'll when I'm frustrated, I'll get mad at, you know, people driving, people parking, people park too close. Yeah. Not like really mad. I just, you know. He just gets sassy. And I can say this, you know, just to stay relatable because I just talked about what an amazing dad and partner you were. So I feel like it's okay that I tell people that he called me Miss Nag today. Oh my gosh, that was rude. That And then immediately <laughs> after, he just, I was laughing. I was like in shock. The woman was too stunned to speak. I'm like, you just called me Miss Nag. First of all, Miss, I'm not even married anymore. I'm just a Miss. A miss Nag. A proper, a proper Nag. <laughs> yeah. And then immediately after, he's like, okay, that was rude, but you are <laughs> nagging me. Um, I like to nag every once in a while. It's fun. Keeps you on your toes. I don't ever want you to get too comfortable. Yes. <laughs> that was funny. That was, it. I still had a good time. I think if you know that it's all fun and games, you don't get too personal. That was actually pretty rude. And I, I won't call you that anymore. Well, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't plan on calling you that anymore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's good Chelsea is so unbelievably like just loving and I feel like she just like knows what's going on like what's in his head when I'm like oh yeah he's he's hungry babe he's hungry she literally will just like wrap him up swaddle him and then all of a sudden he's just like the happiest boy in the world which is like such a amazing comfort for me it's like Chelsea knows exactly what he needs. And I'm just a little more careless. Like I will just like lug him around until like, okay, you can't be in the sun. Like you can't do that. And I'm just like, what? What do you mean? What are you talking about? He's fine. He needs some vitamin D. But she's so protective, but not not too much. She just is so in love with him. Like it's amazing to watch her just like look at him and he just lights up. He's at that stage right now, actually, where he's like Smiles reading. back. Yeah, us. smiles back. In case you guys didn't know, newborns like don't have reactive smiles at first. For the first couple weeks, they almost have these like creepy reflex smiles. They just smile out of nowhere because they're just practicing the reflex. But then they actually start like reactively smiling back at you when you're smiling at them. And it is literally like the most magical thing. So that, that's very sweet. Thank you. And, and I think the fact that like when you have a child, I think women especially, they sacrifice everything like their whole entire life is changed their bodies changed their everything right then changes drastically for men it can change i mean everything does change but it's not nearly the same extent and for chelsea like having a lot going for her and still still does but like to to be in like the state of mind and to have the patience and selflessness to just put that on hold there or pause for a little while and just raise this kid has been pretty amazing. Not that she's going anywhere. She's definitely still here and doing the podcast, but it's definitely been amazing to watch her be so selfless. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. You've already so said sweet. a lot of nice things about me and we can skip that. <laughs> no, I want to say one, one, one last thing. And um, I don't, I don't think we have time for this because I, I do want to keep this a little bit shorter, but Everyone knows if you've been listening to the podcast for a while that Nick is like service based. You know, you're just, you are service in like its purest uh, form. And you're know. so nice. Yeah. Everyone heard the Wetzel Pretzel story, you know? It's just some Wetzel Pretzels. I think anybody. Hey, 
Not just not Wetzel's just. Pretzels. We really appreciate the coupons, Wetzel Pretzels. <laughs> Thank you for the coupons. Thank you very much, and we cannot wait to redeem those. <laughs> but I think even when I was pregnant, Nick would do literally everything that I asked him for, and that I didn't even ask him for that I needed. Like before, I even could ask him for water. He like would bring me water. He'd bring me a treat. He'd bring me food. He'd make me, you know, food. He'd run to the store to get me stuff at, late at night. It's just. It doesn't even occur to him that that's annoying or that that would be an inconvenience. He just does it without question. And he loves to do it. And I think that's made you such a good dad because you're so present with him that like you just want to be doing things with him. You want to, you know, take him places. You want to go get things for us. You want to make sure everyone's comfortable. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's such an amazing thing to have in fatherhood is like a present father who's just, you know, there for you, willing to do things with you and for you more importantly, and not just like, you know, oh, let's pass the time. I just want to be the fun dad, but like you're there for every moment. You're doing, you're serving him. You know what I mean? Not just there to like, yeah. does that make sense? Yeah. Um, well, thank you. Like changing his diaper all the time without even questioning it. And like, even if he poops in his diaper one second after you change, it's just like, oh, dang, like he, whatever. Which he does do that a lot. He loves a yeah. new diaper to poop in. Yeah. And you just do it without question. Yeah, I mean... You never complain about doing anything. Uh, I do sometimes. We all do a little bit. But. Well, you'll be sassy to me sometimes if if you sit down and I ask you as soon as you sit down to that, go get... That I don't like. <laughs> to give me my water bottle. But also, just want to acknowledge that we are very lucky, like... And we are... Um, in case you guys didn't notice, we're perfect parents. It's so weird. It is weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just kidding, kidding, you guys. Definitely we have not. Plenty of flaws. Also, obviously. somebody commented on one of your TikToks. What they say? They said, "Um, hey, you should try to keep the carrier up higher." And I want them to know, I did. Oh, and I and I thank them for that comment because uh, no, I was no, like, "No, don't give people the uh, the okay go to give me advice about how to do." Why not? All these it was helpful. Things. I was like, oh, wow. Not sure. That is a helpful one. Like, and she was very she nice She was really nice. Yeah. She, she went about it in a really good way. And I was like, yeah, thank you. Also, yeah. shout out to the single moms out yes. there too. Oh, my gosh. Incredible. My sister is a single mom. She is amazing. Runs her own business. Raises her child, who's adorable, Bella. Mm -hmm. And um, Super I can't. Mom. I cannot. Like, it, it's hard. My brain does not compute how that's possible almost yeah. and she does it like she makes it look easy so that's to all the single moms if they're you know listening all um, the single moms all the single moms <laughs> you guys are awesome and all moms literally a all, lot of credit yeah, yeah all moms okay really quickly i'm gonna end with this little segment really fast because i promised it and i will literally read it verbatim is that okay if i go a little extra time yes Okay. Um, this is things no one tells you. And again, I wanted to just summarize everything up. So I'm not going to give much context to these. Pregnancy wise. Okay. These are things no one told me that I want to tell you. Stretch marks are not really preventable. It's pretty much all genetics. So you can save money on baby oils, like belly oil stuff, because it's really not going to do much. I definitely got stretch marks and it's just genetics. So, I mean, I'm sure you can prevent a little bit, but you get to a point where you can't see your feet, can't shave because... Your stomach is just so big. And I thought that that was a joke or a meme or something. You need help getting it. Um, in terms of postpartum, I wanted to do these ones as well. 
already went all about birth. You guys, if you want to listen to my birth story, it was a couple episodes ago. So I'm not going to talk more about that. But postpartum, now that I'm out of the thick of it, I didn't know that you couldn't have sexy time for six weeks after or you couldn't exercise for six weeks after because you're healing. Nick didn't know that either until about two weeks before. And I told him, but I don't think he really internalized what that meant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe I didn't realize how long... I kept being like, are you ready? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's two days later, two days after. It's like, okay, dude. What? What do you mean? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. No, just just so we're clear. I definitely (laughs) wasn't like. (laughs) No, no, I'm saying like. I've been very patient. (laughs) Let's just be clear about that. (laughs) Yes, you've been very, um, very Very sweet. Very understanding. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Breastfeeding doesn't really come naturally, if we're being honest. So if you, if it doesn't happen for you at first, that's okay. You're going to need help and you need someone to tell you how to do it. Again, it's the whole village aspect. Like to tell somebody, you know, teach you how to do it and teach you tricks and tips. You know, it comes a little bit naturally, but it's not like you just know exactly how to do it. You're going to have tips thrown at you from every direction. Be yes. good at knowing what source you want to get it from and also just like whatever feels right. Like For you and your baby. Yeah, just... It's okay to to hear a bunch of opinions, but you don't have to try them all out also. Mm-hmm. With newborns, my anxiety skyrocketed. People asked me if I had like postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety. And I definitely had a little bit of postpartum anxiety. I would have like the first week, especially. I would cry about his breathing and call the 24-hour pediatrician and ask her probably the silliest questions she's ever heard of me freaking out about, you know, newborns just breathe weird. They do unexpected things. You just, you know, you don't know. So I would call him like, he spit up a lot. Like, is that okay? And she's, you know, talks me through it. Very nice. But they usually do always have 24-hour pediatrician, you know, pediatricians that you can call talk to and you know figure out because and new moms are like that number one advice do not google yes that's what my doctor told me just call us before you google anything um, because google will take you down a scary road and then i i think it's just because you're on such a high after the birth and then a couple days later it's kind of a low because you just like reality sets in you your hormones are just like out of this world. Not sleeping a lot. Yeah, you're not sleeping a lot and you're just kind of figuring everything out. So it's okay to feel a little bit sad and like get the baby blues. It's different than like postpartum depression is, you know. But I definitely did have some anxiety of like intrusive thoughts of like just seeing horrible things happen to him in my mind and thinking I was like manifesting it. And then it was so nice to be able to like talk to other people or even just like read other things about people experiencing the same exact thing so I didn't feel crazy. Uh, Again, the whole like community aspect is so important for new moms. And I didn't know that I would experience that. Like me and Nick would both wake up in the middle of the night and check for like under the pillows and the blankets, like thinking he was tangled in the sheets, even we don't though we sleep, knew. We don't sleep with him in the bed. No, he's in his bassinet. He's and in so his we, bassinet, but for whatever reason. Well, <laughs> so, I, I still do. Like, yeah, Nick I, still does. And I always have to tell him like, look in the crib first <laughs> and you can see that he's literally sleeping in there perfectly sound. You know, you're checking their breathing all the time when they're so little, but also newborns are pretty resilient. You know, they're made to to withstand some pretty crazy stuff. Built to last. Yeah. Your connection with your baby is so individual and so unique. So just like if it takes time, that's okay. I think the pressure of 
of the expectation to be so bonded to them in the first couple of days is just almost makes it harder for people. And so I think if you just let yourself, you know, just do bonding activities with them and don't put pressure on yourself, let it grow over time. Cause then it becomes more real. You know what I mean? Because, you know, change your diet, change their diaper, look into their eyes, talk to them, you know, when you're feeding them a bottle or when you're breastfeeding them, like just really try to be present with them and that's going to build a bond. And yeah. Do you have anything? No, I mean, Big, there's going to be things no th- one tells you about being a new dad. I don't think really people have told me how to be a dad. Oh. I, I had a really good dad that was a great example. Mm-hmm. Um, good parents, good mom, good dad. And that's very helpful. Yeah. So, well, that's all I had for this episode. It was a little all over the place, but I, I appreciate you being here. I think this really healed us today. This was I a think perfect to way to, to end the night. Honestly, we were almost not speaking to each other <laughs> a, f- a little bit before this. We were. I put we put a an Amy's vegan pizza in the oven, and we ate popped that. open some olipops, and we were like, "Let's just do we this." We weren't even looking; we're just looking at each other, like, "What are we doing?" I want to kill you. <laughs> well, <laughs> just kidding. Um, and uh, now we feel better. So thank you guys for letting us uh, talk about this. Talk so. nice about each other. Yeah. We needed it, you know. Great questions. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. If you guys want to follow us on Instagram, it's at what we said podcast. If you want to follow Nick, do you, do you want to shout out your social media or do you rather keep it private? It's private right now. Let's just go ahead and keep it private then. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's fine. I mean, if you guys want, you guys want to follow me, that's, that's fine. I can't promise you you're going to get a lot of, a, a lot out of my account. Yeah. That's it. So. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Chelsea Jade Curtis. That's, that's the same with my TikTok and my YouTube. JC is JC Marie Smith, her TikTok, YouTube, all of that fun stuff. So if you want to leave us a rating and review, that would be so amazing. We do read our reviews and we do appreciate you guys writing the nicest things ever about us. Again, like we just couldn't do this without you. And we're constantly overflowing with gratitude. So appreciate it very much. Very, very thankful. And... Are you ready? You're you don't look like you're ready to do the outro. So I'm I just want to prep you that I'm so about ready. to do it. Okay, we love you guys and that's, that's what, what we, we said. said. Bye. Bye.